Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel, and we're happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is using AI to create content and boost your SEO rankings. Today's guest is a co-founder and CTO of Smith OS, who believes in transforming business through AI. A thought leader in both SEO and AI, he is widely respected for his innovation and vision. A big welcome to Alexander DeRitter. Hi, hi Alexander. Hi, Andy. Hey, so let's start with why should incorporating AI be on the forefront of every business's plan moving into the new year? Uh, there's a number of reasons. The first one would be like your own productivity. You can get just a lot more done. Uh, also, everyone else is doing it. So they're moving faster. If you don't do it, then you fall behind. And then finally, the the channels or the doorways by which people are finding you from an SEO point of view, are becoming a lot more omni-channel. What it means is that Google search is not the only game in town anymore. There are going to be a lot of different places where people are going to look to find you. And so it's game on. What what are some of those places that are catching up to Google? Yeah, so um, ChatGPT is a great example. People are going and asking questions there that they used to go to Google for and then going to websites. And you, we kind of see that in marketing. If you go to, um, if you like look at an SEO article and you want to know how to write it, we we have a lot of science to back this, right? You need to write in eighth grade level or below or people are not even going to bother trying to read it. Your engagement's gonna plummet and rank brain signals are just going to be all over the place. Google's not going to respect your website. It's not going to rank well. Eighth grade. But then TikTok comes along and YouTube shorts and things like that. What is the reading grade level for such videos, you think? Uh, I'm going to go a little bit higher. Tenth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. I went the wrong way. Fifth grade. Yeah. So this is very significant because... It shows that the younger generations and indeed like the internet as a whole is moving towards instant gratification more and more. They want things easier and easier and faster and faster. So what does that tell you about the future of search? It means why would I go and click on your website, browse and navigate through all the pages if I can just get the answer like that in a second in a language that's easy to understand, that's personalized to me, my uh, my preferences and so forth and so on. So we know that it, that uh, organic traffic is going to move in that direction. ChatGPT was just a herald, but we all know like Netscape Navigator like, like built a browser market, but it's not Netscape Navigator we're using today. 
So likewise, ChatGPT may have created the market. There's no guarantee that they will end up owning the market. And this is why you see companies like Apple announcing in the last week that they're spending up to a billion dollars a year to catch up in the AI assistant wars. That's why we see Amazon releasing two dozen new hardware devices with their AI assistant pushing it in your home so that you uh, have a sticking point. This is why Google is announcing that BARD, their AI assistant, is going to uh, start powering the AI assistant on Android, their biggest leverage point. This is why you see uh, Microsoft uh, almost tripping over itself to introduce its co-pilot AI in Windows 11, its biggest leverage on the consumer market. And that's why you see Meta announcing AI avatar for brands across all of their platforms, Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, and so forth. So how important do you think creating new content is going to be for SEO compared to like what it is now? What's it going to be? I mean, is it going to, is the importance going to go down? Is AI makes it so much easier to create content? It's uh, it, I think it's the wrong question to ask. The, the question is, the question is what type of content is important to create in the future? Uh, okay. Content will always be important, but <clears throat> let's put it this way. If if you were Google and you possessed an AI that could answer most generic questions that people have without sending people away from my site where they could potentially click on ads, would I send traffic to your site if you just said the same thing my AI could say? Like there's no economic reason why they would do that. So put yourself in their shoes. Why would they still go to your site? Well, it would be only because you are uh, having superior authority or trust it's like a really niche area and they really trust you as the authority on that topic. I don't want to hear from anyone. I want to hear from you because you are trustworthy. It is because you are adding personal expertise and experience and facts to the topic that Google in that moment does not have access to, but you're adding to the conversation or with them. Or it is because you provide a superior experience, maybe interactive, maybe some kind of a, tool or gadget or or whatever it is on your site where you, where the experience of a search engine does not adequately uh does not adequately uh correspond to the search intent of the user uh, an example would be if i'm shopping for a vehicle maybe your website has an interactive build and price module where i can preview my selections in a, in a 3d preview of the car it's really hard for google to do that in their search engine Right? Maybe there's like 50 parameters I can adjust and each impacts the look and feel of the car. I can't do that in a search engine. So I'm going to send people to your site because you have an engagement element. So the kind of content you create needs to be either uh, so much more authoritative, so much more engaging, accurate, have more facts, reflect your experience, or have an experience that simply cannot be reproduced in a search engine. If you focus on that kind of content, you will continue to have success with your content marketing. That said, there's a Goldilocks window right now where there's still an opportunity to kind of spam the search engines with content, just like there was a time in, in, in history, think back to 2010 era, where you could spam backlinks and have temporary success. However, you do that, you are going to get some success still today an equivalent of content, of course. However, that will have diminishing returns. Five years from now, 
Google's going to have figured out its AI game and that kind of content will no longer work. And so if you want to take advantage of it in a short-term uh, uh, strategy, go ahead. But long-term, those three uh, ways are, are the way to go for content. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now, you are involved now in Smith OS. Can you, can you tell us about that? Yes. So uh, prior to this, uh, I'm also a co-founder and creator of InkForAll.com and SEO.app. And Ink for All was really um, um, using AI to analyze and estimate what's the likelihood of Google ranking your content in the first page. So semantic analysis and prediction of the black box that is Google's um, algorithm. And um, we, when, uh, when we saw the GPT plugin store come around, we said, well, we need to, SaaS is going to change. People are going to start consuming SaaS more and more through AI assistance. We need to rethink our business. And it goes back to the same idea that I said for internet marketing. If, if everyone's using AI assistance in the future, and AI assistants have this core foundation of common functionality, then SaaS companies can no longer differentiate or add value by offering the common functionality. They need to stand out with something unique that they do better than any everybody else. And if indeed it is possible for that foundational AI system that everybody's going to end up using, if it is possible for such an AI to not just talk to one service at a time to solve a problem, but they could tap into an SEO plugin to help them optimize content. And then a publishing plugin may be offered by Buffer to help you publish to your website or social media. Then, then what is a SaaS uh, software that helps you create potential social posts, uh, optimize them, and then, and then publish them? What value does a SaaS company like that hold anymore? Nothing. It disappears. SaaS is passed. So... We realize that in order to play in this new economy, businesses are going to have to transform their, their entity, like just from a website offering uh, a cobbled together set of features, they're going to have to transform to becoming a player in this new universe of intelligence that the internet has become. Not just read and write, but read, write, and execute. And so we were among the first 40 plugins on the ChatGPT plugin store to be approved. SEO.app is one of the most popular and successful SEO plugins on the ChatGPT store. But as we were developing that, we learned a lot and we were pioneers in solving some of the common problems relating to authentication, analytics, logging, and, and improving user engagement. And then we said, and then we observed this and we said, you know, right now you have to go and find a plugin, manually add it, and then choose to use it. Well, that's the job of search engines, isn't it? If these plugins are hosted on your website and have an open API with a manifest, it's the job of the search engine to crawl that manifest, find out what your brand can offer, and then integrate it with a, a generative search experience. That's the future. So in that case, plugins are becoming like the execute portion of the web. That becomes a new form of SEO. How well is your uh, agent or API or plugin or skill, whatever you want to call it, how well is it optimized for user intent, for experience, for technical SEO, how fast it loads and responds it gives a relevant answer. Imagine two companies and one offers a great experience and another one less good experience. Search engines in the future are going to reward the ones that give the great experience. Get into that today 
and you start getting user logs and get, get the experience right. When search engines make that transition, you're going to basically gobble up all the market share of your competitors. So realizing that both in SaaS and in the content marketing space, every business in the world would need that transformation and realizing the common problems, like nobody builds, well, nobody, don't say nobody, but you don't build a payment platform, you use Stripe. You don't build an authentication platform, you use Auth0 or Okta. Same way, you're not expected to build a blog from scratch, you use WordPress. In this new economy, you're going to want to build AI agents, brand agents, process agents. There needs to be a common tool that lets you build that. Windows computers have programs, Apple phones have apps, but what does the AI age have? Smith OS, right, builds and runs agents. And, and um, those agents are phenomenal in what they can do, both as a brand agent being represented in all of the different AI assistant worlds of so Meta, Alexa, ChatGPT, Google, Bing, they can be representing you, build it once, be everywhere and advocate for you like your best salesperson. But they can also operate in your company as a, uh, as a, think of them as a digital colleague. We went through this transformation with the workforce. We, we were not used to offshoring, then we were. Then we were not used to remote working from here in the United States. And now we are, five years from now, right? We're going to have AI colleagues. These are AI agents. Mm -hmm. But AI agents need to be trained on your process, have access to your data, your tools and everything. How do you do that? Well, we believe that is with a visual, no code tool that easily lets you map workflows and put these, uh, put the power of all these AI models and all these APIs and all these databases, put them to use. And so this is a transition we're seeing in the market and this is where we're going after. So tell, um, you know, I, I see on the website, uh, smithos.com. So you have different kinds of agents, agent copywriter, agent sales, agent marketing, agent SEO. I mean, how let's let's just dive into one of them. Let's let's choose the SEO one. How does that work? I mean, how how does it all work? Yeah. So if you have any team today and you try to put a piece of content out on your on your site, you realize it's it's multidisciplinary. Like SEO requires different people with different specialties. I've run and built SEO agencies and sold sold multiple ones. Uh, the latest one was in November 2021 to a large international company, a digital transformation company. And, and I know that in such agencies, we have, uh, we have researchers, we have writers, we have editors, we have uh, managers, we have publishers, everybody. And we have legal review and, and, and we check for grammar and we, we check for uh, potential like uh, red flags in terms of like offending people, right? With our brands or enterprise customers, they do not want a scandal when we post something. We don't mm -hmm. want to lose our clients. So creating content is multidisciplinary. And so realizing that uh, what you could say is like, what if you had an agent that, that follows your process, but in one of those areas? And then if you have an agent that does each of these steps, could you have them collaborate? And we call this multi-agent systems. We call this agent orchestration or collaboration. This is no different than humans working together with call other human colleagues who have a different focus and a different specialty. However, agents don't sleep. They don't go to vacation. They don't get sick. They're always available and they can always collaborate. So what would an SEO agent look like? Well, first of all, 
you might have multiple SEO content agents. One is focused maybe on doing keyword research. Another one is focused on finding content gap. Another is focused on looking at your competitors and seeing what is relevant. And then another one might write and another one might edit just like you would have a human team and they would work together to achieve that outcome. And so you, so it's not just one AI, it's you, you're using a bunch of different ones. Yeah. So that's the beautiful thing that we realized with Smith and we've been in there with, with when you kind of have seen it, there's a lot of companies that were using like open AI and then open AI releases a new version of it. And then the software that was using it kind of became irrelevant. Like open AI put something out. It's like Amazon basic. Amazon learns from what shoppers are buying and puts their own product out there that then ends up like beating out the original brand, right? That was there. OpenAI is doing a little bit of that. And so uh, what you're what you're seeing is that um, it, you need you need to actually realize that GPT-5 is around the corner and then GPT-6 and 7 and 8 and 9 and so forth. But Midjourney next version and, and audio next version and video next version. And so you need to realize that's the world we live in. So realizing that with Smith, instead of building our own model, we let you drag and drop all the models in there. And we think of it like a universe of intelligence. The whole internet becomes alive. Um, we, we call this collective consciousness. And we even created a collective consciousness Turing test to see how these agents uh, operate with each other to create a type of intelligence, not quite human, but it's more like um, ant colonies building very impressive mega structures and, and solving very complex engineering challenges, even though the individual agents are not necessarily aware of everything. And the analogy I often use is like a human. We all think we're so smart, but then you see like a Netflix show where, where they drop us in the jungle by ourselves, and then we have to fend for ourselves. like. On our own, we're not that capable. We all rely on each other so much to get stuff done. And so that's the same idea behind Smith OS is that you have this universe of models out there and an individual agent should be able to tap into the latest and greatest and maybe combine multiple models to get one job done. And then they also need to be able to collaborate with each other just like human colleagues would. How long How long does all the collaboration take? Um, well, collaboration, like in human terms, would be I need something, so I go and ask you, and I'm expecting you, hopefully, not to be in a meeting and respond to me right away. An AI agent would not be in a meeting, so an AI agent, you wouldn't have to wait a day to get a response. Like sometimes you send an email to me, I have 200 emails in my inbox, you have to wait. With AI agents, they can scale up to that uh, need and immediately unblock their colleagues. So I hope that answered your question. Yeah, so it'd be pretty pretty quick. Um, so Smith OS, how, how long has it been around? Yeah, so this is uh, what we call, it's very cool, emergent capabilities. Uh, Google put this out in an original research paper regarding their Palm AI model. They they kind of showed a tree. And as you increase the, the scale of these models, then all of a sudden, like a little branch pops up and, and, and you see like language understanding. And, that, and then as you scale the models further, the capability of that cap of that keeps growing until it surpasses like human human capability. Like the GPT today can write an essay faster than I can, right? And in many ways, use better vocabulary than I can. So so that's what we're talking about. That bubble grows. 
But something else happens that is very important. As, the, as you scale the model, it's not just improving its ability to do that language stuff, but a new branch pops up all of a sudden, like a child all of a sudden discovering how to open doors. And then as a parent, you're like in panic, like, oh my God, I can never keep my eyes off this kid. It could walk out the door and I'm not paying attention. So this emergent capability, this happens. And this year with GPT-4, we had a new and emergent capability that came out. For the first time, AI was able to use tools. So this is the similar thing as humans discovering how to use fire or operate the wheel or learning how to do a printing press. A few hundred years later, you get civilization, you get cities, you get people on the moon. So AI, AI's ability to use tools and recognize when to use tools and call for help, that changes everything. That functionality has only become available to the wider world. Uh, OpenAI did have a research agreement with Microsoft where Microsoft has six month head start with this technology before everybody else had. But spring of this year, it was made available. We instantly realized the potential of that and went to work. So from late March till now, we have basically been building Smith, building that platform in very early days. But we believe that it is the transformation of knowledge work for the future. If AI stopped evolving, not getting smarter today, there is enough in the application side of current technology to, to make our life feel like Star Trek for the next 10 years with every year new applications being built on top of it. In fact, the foundation of the technology to create Web 3.0 and Work 2.0 and whatever you want to call it, it is already here. We do not need to wait on future AI advancements or breakthrough or AGI. Forget about all that. What we already have today is enough to fundamentally transform our work in very exciting ways, transform the way we search, buy, and get information. And even our at-home life can be so, so, become so convenient. So SmithOS is pretty new for that reason, because we're kind of the first to really go all in and adapting that emergent capability. Uh, and we are very bullish on the concept of AI assistance in 2025, but that will be not won by us. That will be won by one of the giants who are spending billions of dollars to get your eyeballs. But then agents, the concept of agents and these assistants, you'll have to be able to tailor that internally to your business, to your process and your data and support. And that is what we're trying to build the operating system for. Give everybody the ability to build agents that follow their process. And so humans get this new exciting job to take what works, build an agent out of that, and then market that agent. So you can have your agent do your work, your process while you're asleep for other people and other people benefit from your knowledge. And so what you do is you create agents and you build, maintain and update them. And that we call multi-agent system engineers or MACE. That's going to be an entirely new job category. So what type of company should be really interested in, in working with you guys? Yeah, so like at this time, you could build a, an agent that can do your homework, or you can build an agent that helps the United States Air Force save billions of dollars on predictive maintenance in Industry 4.0 by combining supply, supply chain, sensory data, and predicting when parts might go bad and predictively ordering what parts uh, are what might be needed in case of something breaking down so that the parts are already there. This could save billions of dollars. So 
this technology can be used for fun stuff, right? But it can also be used to solve real world problems that have very large economic impact. As a startup, building a foundation layer, we want other people to build on top of this. We want them to build the agents. Nobody could have imagined when Steve Jobs was on stage announcing the App Store, that the very next uh, thing that would happen is that the number one app would be a little beer drinking app that uses the the the, the movement sensor in the in the phone to figure out that people are tilting it. I mean, this is this is what happened. But still, today we have very exciting apps, and we kind of know what apps are good for and what they're capable of. And so the same thing will be for Smith. There will be gimmicky use cases like a beer drinking app uh, for iPhone, but there will be amazing use cases like uh, like your online banking application, for example, that can transform how you do things and transform entire industries like Uber. And so we are focusing currently on the more valuable use cases by partnering with agencies who need to use automation for their internal process, but also for their clients. They need to be agile, they need to be quick, they have ideas, but they need to not spend months creating this automation. They need something they can do this in an afternoon and instantly put out for their client and score a million dollar deal. They need their renewals. So agencies that work with enterprise customers are an amazing first area. Also enterprises who are brave and want to lead the future maybe create brand agents so that it can be represented in this omni-channel world are really a uh, great um, initial use case. And then government. I mean, government is a hundred percent process. It's process and bureaucracy. And there's so much inefficiency. I mean, try going to a post office and get your driver license renewed, right? We don't have to say how, how frustrating that can be. Everything is backlogged. Everything is inefficient. Anything like that can become a thousand times better when you apply agents to that problem. And so this is where our initial projects are for really these high value automations that traditional automation technology is not intelligent enough for or too brittle. And how does the, the pricing work? Yeah, so right now there is, there is a platform cost and then there's the consulting to build it. Our, our hope is to eventually uh, have enough documentation where everyone can build their own agents. So agencies become system implementers and we just provide the platform for them and then they charge their client whatever the value is of the problem that they're solving with their expertise. This is where we want to go. Uh, in the meantime, since we are a startup and we need to learn, the best way to learn is to knock on people's door and say, how can we help you and intimately learn from that. So today we are working with agencies to identify new opportunities for automation, we see what it is what the value creation is for them, and we partner with them and help them with consulting in that early implementation. Down the line, as we have more and more people know how to do this, um, we're hoping to kind of get out of that portion, let that completely be handled by agencies, and then um, and then basically for us to just have the platform fee, which is a usage based fee depending on how many agents you run and how actively they are used. We Got also it. envision. So what what is so right now if somebody wanted to get involved what what are they looking what's kind of some sort of expectation on how much they would spend Yeah so um uh, some of our clients are paying like $20,000 for us to sit down with them build an initial agent and mm -hmm. all the consulting and all the time we spend understanding the process and guiding them to solve that problem and then they're maybe paying a $5,000 a month maintenance fee uh to for us to help them maintain that 
a lot of that is consulting. And so we're hoping that, you know, after we get these initial uh, use cases out in the world, we can start opening up to more people who then can also build their own agents at a lower cost where they have the training material, the videos, the documentation to do this themselves. Okay. And how can somebody who's interested in learning more about smithos.com, how can they get a hold of you? How can they contact you? Yeah, the best way is go to uh, smithos.com, smith with a Y. And you can also find me on LinkedIn or Twitter. My name is Alexander De Ritter. My handle is A-D Ritter, A-D-R-I-D-D-E-R. Um, so I post on LinkedIn and Twitter uh, quite often, and you can just send me a message or something or follow me. Well, it's been fascinating. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up today? Uh, I would say make each click count. But in the future, it's not just about clicks. It's going to be about every interaction. So make every interaction count. I might have to change the podcast name. And you'll credit me. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today, Alexander. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding smithos.com, um, Smith with a Y, you'll find the link in the show notes below. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our podcast resource center available at podcast.makeeachclickcount.com. MakeEachClickCount.com. We have compiled all of our different past guests by show topic and included each of their contact information in case you would like more information on any of the services I've discussed during previous episodes. Well, that's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.